0: Imagine the universe beautiful and perfect, then be sure of one thing, the is has imagined it quite better than you have. This statement from Richard Bach points to a very interesting question about spiritual living when it comes to this thing called imagination. We say dream, envision, imagine, and yet we also say, be here now, be true to what is, for what is is truly greater than you can ever imagine. In other words, don't let your head get so caught up in the clouds that you miss out on what's right here on the ground. If we stray too far into our imaginations, we can miss out on what is truly most fantastic. And yet, if we are unwilling to see outside our regular perspective, to see out of the box, we cease to grow. We want our imaginations to bring about a greater life, not to take us away from one. Do you remember having an imaginary friend as a child? Maybe you still have one. These imaginary friends come for a very good reason. There are place settings for friends who are not there yet. I believe most of us grow out of having imaginary playmates, but the psychology behind them continues. I believe we develop a new kind of imaginary friend that has to do with ideal roles. The ideal friends, the ideal parents, the ideal teacher, the ideal partner, the ideal child— These imaginary friends serve a strong purpose as well in setting standards and a vision of relationship for ourselves. But where often a real friend comes to fill the role of an imaginary friend, these imaginary roles often remain when those roles are filled in a way that can sometimes be unhealthy, if not downright destructive. If my parents were perfect, they'd buy me that video game and allow me to do the grocery shopping. So I, as a child, start to snuggle up to these imaginary parents and start having two relationships, a real one with my parents and an imaginary one with how I think they should be. And what happens when I start relating my parents too much with who they are not? I miss out on who they are. Hopefully one day you come to the realization that you didn't want the perfect parents, but the parents you had. By releasing the imaginary friends, we sometimes meet two real people in our parents and a greater relationship begins. Love was not given for us to reserve for those who are not real, but for those who call us to live in reality. Frederick Nietzsche said, There is not enough love and goodness in the world to permit giving any of it away to imaginary beings. Some of us, indeed, have limited love in our lives by reserving it for those imaginary friends who don't exist. I've been guilty of this by reserving so much in my life for the woman of my dreams. Any of you know her? You should meet her. She's perfect. She's beautiful and strong and loving and supportive. She makes the coffee in the bed every morning. She never needs to talk. She doesn't mind when I'm out too late. She always knows what she wants to watch on TV or where she wants to go and eat, and it is always exactly what I was hoping for. And of course, she believes I am perfect for her in every way, and never does a thing to damage my illusion that I am. Unfortunately, I have never met this woman besides her role in creating havoc in some of my relationships. Just one example of not being my imaginary partner, and imposter, I think, to myself. As much as I'm joking some here, it really isn't all that funny. No, there's nothing wrong about having high standards and strong boundaries about how you should be treated in your relationship, but there is something truly sad about reserving stockpiles of love and devotion for someone that doesn't exist, especially when there in front of you is someone perfectly worthy and deserving of that love. When we release the ideal, we discover what's real. And if we are willing to work at it, it can become better than we had ever imagined. I don't know about you, but I'd much rather be loved for who I am than for who someone wants me to be. It's sad to think about the imagined relationships people have had with me, never really knowing who I really am. It's sad to think of the imagined relationships I've had with myself, never really knowing who I really am. Again, the beauty of life is realizing the life you are living is greater than the life you imagined, that the relationship you have now is better than your so-called ideal. That's part of the beauty of life, when we let go of the life we have imagined to engage fully in the life we have and find it greater than we ever could have imagined. Let's think of our parents and say, I release my relationship with who you are not and accept you as you are. Let's think of our partners and say, I release my relationship with who you are not and accept you as you are. Let's think of our kids, and say, I release my relationship with who you are not and accept you as you are. Let's think of ourselves, and say, I release my relationship with who you are not and accept you as you are. Restricting none of ourselves, let us give ourselves to life and who is in our lives fully and completely, being true to ourselves and true to the love inside of us. There is no better direction in imagination or in reality to follow.